Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Welcome to Therapy Thursday. Today we're going to be talking about a pretty serious topic, but one that really needs to be addressed and needs to be talked about, and that is suicide. Please, please don't skip today's video. No matter who you are, this is a very, very important topic that we need to address, and there's something in it for everyone. So please watch until the end. So I wanna talk about this in three phases today. First, to anyone out there currently experiencing thoughts or feelings of suicide. Second, to the loved ones who have been left behind by someone who's committed suicide. And third and lastly, to everyone else. Friends of people who have suicidal thoughts or feelings, friends of people who have been left behind by suicide, this includes all of us. We all need to be better educated about the signs that someone might be feeling or thinking suicidally and what to do when someone's in that experience so we can better help them. Now, of course, there's absolutely no way I could say everything that needs to be said in a short video like this one, but I hope this will give you the highlights and the bullet points of the most important things to know. There are so many great resources out there, several of which I'll include in this video and I'll put in the comments, so please keep doing your research and learning more about this very, very important topic. Now, first, to anyone out there who's currently feeling like killing themselves or having suicidal thoughts or ideations, I wanna just say, I love you. And there's a lot of people out there who love you. There's a lot of things that can happen in someone's life to get them to this point, and I don't know what yours are. But whatever they are, please know that there are people who care about you, even if in your really, really dark moments, like right now, it doesn't feel like it, even if you feel totally alone. There are people out there, even people who have never met you before, who love you and who want the best for you. There are a lot of services available that can help you out. If you are feeling the incessant and intrusive thoughts that often accompany suicide, please reach out to one of these services. The first one is the National Suicide Hotline. It is 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. This is a free 24 hours a day, seven days a week hotline that you can call with people who are trained to just talk to you and just listen to you and just be there for you to connect with you. You can also go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have a lot of great resources on their websites, including resources to finding a good therapist and support groups. So please, if you are feeling this way, reach out to friends and family, or if you feel like you don't have any friends or family you can reach out to, at least reach out to the hotline so that you can talk to someone about what you're going through. Next, I'd like to address those who have been left behind by someone, a friend or family member, a loved one, who has taken their own life. To you, the very first thing I want to say is that it is not your fault. This is a really common issue of survival's guilt that people feel, and it is just not true. I've had people very close to me who have had loved ones take their own lives, and all the evidence points to it being their fault. But it doesn't matter what the situation was that led to that person's suicide. Whatever you did or didn't do, unfortunately, there's no way to ever know what was really happening in that person's head. But whatever it was, it's not your fault. You are not responsible for what's happened. I would encourage you to do most of the same things. You have experienced a huge loss and trauma in your life. Find a therapist you can talk to. There are really great support groups. These resources are also available on suicidepreventionlifeline.org or by calling the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. And finally, to the largest group among us, the support. We are the friends and family and loved ones of people either struggling with suicidal thoughts for themselves 
or going through the terrible, terrible ordeal of dealing with the suicide of someone they love. There is so much that we can do and that we should be doing better to help these people. Statistically speaking, whether you know it or not, there are people in your life who are either currently or at some point in their life have had significant suicidal thoughts. It is our job to be there for them, to help them, and to reach out in love and support. The very first thing that we need to do is be able to recognize the signs of someone who might be in a spot where suicidal thoughts or planning might be taking place. There are a lot of these signs and it's gonna be very nuanced and different for each person. But some of the big ones that you can look out for are if someone has experienced a very significant loss or trauma in their life recently. People who are talking about the fact that they don't know if it's worth living anymore, that they don't think that their life is worth anything. If they describe themselves as being a burden to other people, that's a big one to look out for. Increases in substance abuse, like drugs or alcohol. If a person has become a recluse, has withdrawn and isolated themselves. If they've become increasingly more reckless in their decision making. Or if you've noticed significant shifts in emotions or behavior, like large drastic mood swings, or drastic changes in sleep patterns. All of these things and more are signs that someone may be struggling with suicidal thoughts. The very last sign to be very, very aware of, and this is, in my mind, one of the most important ones to be aware of, is if someone has been exhibiting all of these signs and suddenly one day doesn't exhibit them. If someone has been very depressed or anxious or sad, or if they've been thinking about this, if they've been having mood swings, if they've been having trouble sleeping, and then one day they're doing great, and they seem happy, and they seem on top of the world like everything is awesome, sadly, that's actually a really strong indicator that the reason things are awesome, the reason they seem so much better and happier and carefree is because they've finally decided to go through with it, that they have their plan, that they know what's going to happen, and they feel this weight off their shoulders because they know it's gonna be over soon. Oftentimes, after someone's committed a suicide, people will point to this time and say, I had no idea, I thought they were doing better. I thought they were, I thought they were getting past it. But in reality, that's exactly the time when they need the most help and the most support because it's likely that they've gotten much more serious about their plan. One of the best things that you can do is be direct and upfront with the people in your life. Ask them directly, have you been considering or thinking about death or suicide? Be straightforward with them. If they have been and they want to share that with you, they will be so glad that you brought it up and that they don't have to. But if they've been thinking about it and they don't wanna talk about it, you have done something huge, which is telling them that whether they're ready to talk about it right now or not, you are there and ready to talk about it when they are and that they can come to you. And most importantly, that you cared enough to ask. Now, if someone does talk to you about their thoughts or feelings of suicidality, the most important thing that you can do is just love them. Be non-judgmental. Just listen to what they're telling you about their experience and their feelings and accept those feelings and validate them. Don't try to deny their feelings. Don't try to tell them pithy little comments that everything will be okay and things will turn around. Be with them as an empathetic listener in their pain and in their sadness. This is not the time to teach or preach. It's not the time to tell them about the inherent value of human life, not the time to bring up religion or any of those other things. This is only the time to love them and to show that you care about them enough to be with them and share in their sorrow. And most importantly, above all, be available. And don't just assume that they know you're available. Communicate it openly and directly. Tell them, literally, anytime, day or night, if, it, if it's 3 a.m., I don't care, call me and talk to me. 
let them know that you're available for that. Because oftentimes, even if we say, yeah, call me anytime, unless it's direct and confirmed and you specifically say that they can call even at 4 a.m., people feel guilty. People don't want to be a burden on others. And that's often a huge issue already for people experiencing this is feeling like they're a burden. So please be direct and open and let them know that you love them, that you're listening, that you just want to be there and feel it with them and that you are able to do that at any time. That is the best thing you can do for someone who's in that spot. Interestingly, these are the exact same steps that you can and should take if you're trying to support someone who's been left behind by their loved one committing suicide. Be there for them, love them, be open, just listen to their feelings and what they're saying and say that you're with them. You don't have to say you understand because it's likely that you don't but it's important that they know that you care enough to try. And suicidepreventionlifeline.org and 1-800-273-TALK also has resources available for those who are trying to help other people and trying to support people in their lives who are feeling like committing suicide. So you can use those resources as well to get more information about what you can do to help them. I know this video today was longer than most of my videos are and it's a much heavier subject. I know that this is something that might be triggering for a lot of people but it's something that we all need to be more aware of, that we all need to be better about talking about and communicating with people and letting people know that we care about them, that we love them, and that we are there to support them. So no matter who you are, whether you yourself have experienced suicidal thoughts or feelings, whether you're the loved one left behind by someone who's taken their life, or whether you just want to be a friend and a support for people who have experienced that, I hope you've gotten something out of this today. I also want to implore you, please, if there was ever going to be a video that I ask you to share and pass on, it would be this one. This is one that is so important and people need to see it so badly. So please consider sharing this. There are people in your lives, there are people on your social media streams who need this information and they need it today. Imagine if all it took to help someone out of this thinking was to just share a little video. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining us for Therapy Thursday and thank you for sharing this information with your friends and family. I'll repeat it one more time so it gets in your head. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-TALK. The website is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Please go there if you need more information because like I said, there's no way we could cover everything here. Thank you once again and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not therapy and should not replace treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. For more therapy tips, follow me on Instagram at TJ Counseling. Thanks.